Let me talk at ya. Welcome one and all to Not Just A Guy, the show about by and for struggling storytellers. I'm your host, Not Just A Guy, the guy Garrett Briones. And I'm going to get right into it because this is a, a jam-packed episode of firsts. First off, we have our... He is the, the title guest, but he's not the only guest. First time on the show, Grip Gaffer, collector of stuff, friend of the show, Chris Hall. Chris, hello. hello. Welcome. Uh, my name is Chris. I I do uh, 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 miniature art, uh, production art, set design, and grip and lighting, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Thank you. You are one of the first people who has not been prompted to have to do that. Uh, most people just go, hi. Uh, but thank <laughs> you. You already, you already explained what you are. And yeah. also, folks, first time ever. This is history. I'm not going to lie. I did not think that this man would be the person to make this history. But he is the first ever returning guest on this show. Also, this is episode 11 and a half. Not episode 12. 11 and a half. Because it's... Because of this man, I like that I'm I get talking to about. I get the point five. I don't get a full. Exactly. You are. Yeah. Your episode is. Special. I got a whole episode. Okay. Well, <laughs> well uh, he spoke before he was prompted. Campbell Russell Troutman, welcome back. He pulled the cuck Garrow card, and now he is back. Campbell, I thank you as an order for letting you come back on, but uh, you don't have to say on air. I would appreciate it if you did, but you don't have to. Thanks, man. Thank you, Chris, for having me on your show. Um, You're so welcome, dude. I'm glad oh, I can on. Um, I I know we're going to have a lot of good gaffes, a lot of yeah. good fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you ensuring this? You are. <laughs> you're putting it on the record. This is gonna yeah, be okay. This is gonna be a, a super cool, funny, good time, and uh, I'm sure uh, it it'll be uh, an hour well spent. Um, For those listening and or watching at home, yeah. we already have. There was like a pre podcast before this uh, that already. Maybe you'll see it one day. Maybe you won't. That's up to the editor. Uh, but we'll save it. Maybe we'll go behind a paywall one day. We'll see. Uh, so Chris, yeah, I asked this to every single guest. Campbell has been asked this. I also want to make sure I'm never leaving Campbell out. So I'm also looking. I'm looking back and forth between both of you. Campbell, don't worry. You you will be kept involved. Campbell's I'm I'm the cuck. So you know this kind of has <laughs> yeah, to be watch. watching. Okay. <laughs> Could you go sit on that toilet in the corner? And that, yeah, I think I, I might <laughs> back there. Okay. Didn't even so close Chris, the bathroom. Chris, <laughs> oh, I thought he did not want to answer. Oh my! <laughs> it's like a fucking nightmare, dude. What the hell? If you are listening to this episode, please go to the YouTube, not just a guy productions. Please, you have to see this. Okay, Chris, I'm gonna look down the barrel of the camera. I asked this to every single guest. Uh-huh. Are you struggling? Uh, I mean, yeah, in lieu of the strike in, mm-hmm. in everything, like, I mean, granted, I, <laughs> I'm sure before the strike, if you asked me that question, I would still would have said yes, <laughs> but like, uh, in lieu of strike and, uh, uh work problems and everything, it, uh, it's fair to say I've had to take on a second yeah. job just to kind of, mm-hmm. just kind of keep up. Um, okay. but that's not to say that I have let my first job, uh, totally fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. 
<laughs> I'm struggling. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling because I was listening to what you were saying, but then I he's he's, in the he's, he's lurking. Okay, Campbell, you can come back now. Come back now. What? I, you can come back now. I can't hear you. Oh, is he? Was he wearing headphones or something? <laughs> I no, thought I'm so. All the way over here, I can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just move on from him. I was gonna ask him a question. Oh. Are you wearing shorts or boxers? No, it's just boxers. You know me. I'm not wearing shorts. I feel like I have to have Emily cover that. Um, You probably are. Uh, Here's the thing. You interviewed me in my house. I'm not dressing up. I'm interviewing you. Uh, (laughs) I have a question for you. Uh, it's been it's been two weeks since your episode came out. Maybe longer in the real world. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. How how have you been the last? How, have you been struggling since the last time you were on here, and how so? Yeah, about the same. About the same. Honestly, it's uh, you know, work is work is hard. You get to meet some famous people, which is great, but uh, there's a lot going on and a lot of expectations set, and you got to meet them a lot. Okay. Have you stroked your ego? Has anybody stroked your ego in in the last? Nobody stroked me in a very long time. <laughs> Keep that in. That's not up to me. Um, okay. I, I wasn't asked. I would not ask you. I'm asking the editor who I know. Keep okay. That yeah. She controls all. Uh, well, more or less. Uh, okay. So Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked Campbell this, you know, and, and for some background for the people. Uh, once again, uh, Chris it joins the long line of guests that I met at that wonderful <laughs> once in a lifetime oh. uh what, what words can we use to describe it? i met him at film school it's, uh a formative um um uh kind of like you know how like like kind of like good good pe- there's the phrase that like hard times make like strong people or whatever yes. <laughs> like or like no bad times make strong people. Is that what I fuck? What did I fuck? Something like, like that. You get you know what I basically the yes. school was shit and uh, we rose above. Uh, that not, seems to be really, the running thing. I, I, it's like a not really, but like you know we're like we didn't we not all of us moved away. So like surely something is going something right. Stuck. Yeah. So yes, we we met at film school. I I met you before I met Campbell. Uh, although. I, yeah. I learned of the mythic being that is known as Campbell. The, I, I think I described him as an enigma wrapped in mystery in his last you, episode. You described me as like this Bigfoot cryptid that was just lumbering around the pool. man of mystery. I He's, only ever heard like, of you. I never saw like, you. If James Bond was fucking like cooler, that would be yeah. Kim and Russell Troutman. Yeah, I really appreciate that. That really stroked my ego. There you know, you, hey, you lived across the pond. We should be starting a campaign for you to be the next Bond. That's true. We should. I think with my hairline. You're you're technically British. You you have the roots. What is, why do you keep going to your hairline? You look fine. You you brought this up on the podcast. I'd like to point out that this this is a recurring bit. He he always jokes that I make fun of the fact that he's bald. I don't. He takes things that I say and skews it into so I'm balding, and I it's <laughs> rude and it's mean and it's and it's and it's manipulative. <laughs> yeah. Are you raising your hand? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Mr. Troutman. 
Um, okay, Russell so Talbot. I'd like to say that this bit, this reoccurring bit that I do admit is a bit now, started <laughs> because they they did originally start because what would happen is a okay. fucking character. It, it was a bit. Because Hank, Hank from Barnyard would come on screen and then Evan would be like, hey, Kim, that kind of looks like you. And then I'd be like, okay, great. And so I eventually he would do this thing where he would find ugly characters and he would be like, Kim, like, yeah, hey, he just, and then Chris he would join in because he was Evan's little butt buddy. And so then I started Whoa. to retaliate. Evan's oh, not here to defend then, himself. Hang on. Hang on, I started to retaliate, and now it's a problem. Now it's an issue because the victim has spun it against the oppressor, fair, right? Fair. Yes, Evan uh, takes grotesque photos uh, and is just kind of like, it looks like you. Uh, to be fair, I, I, have also, I, have, I have also received uh, a fair amount of this. He compares me to um, uh, uh, Evan. What's the character that the I'm from uh, profile picture? Forex. O'Hare is it still? Yeah, yeah, it's O'Hare from from the Lorax, and it it hurts, and it hurts, and it hurts so bad. He just. I didn't know this was going to turn into uh, couples counseling, but I'm. I mean, hey, if we're healing, that's that's what's all important. Okay. Well, you know, Campbell has decided to be vocal, so I'm never healing. I have too much hatred burning in my heart. That's true. Okay. I don't even know. <laughs> you had like you had like notes and an agenda for this, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I actually stripped down my notes because I felt like I was getting a little too. I wanted to be a little more loose, you know. I, I wanted it, I wanted it to be like D and D, where I lay in my chair and I have like my feet up on the desk. You know, I wanted it to be a little more loose. But but Chris, there is something that you know I, I would see you around. I, we had some classes together. We hit it off. We had acting together. Yeah, all these things. Acting class together. That was that was interesting. We were in. We'll get to that. Uh, we were oh. into. You know, we were both into Star Wars things like that. Yes. But then I remember crucially, there was yeah. one one thing that I knew bonded us, and that was the fact that I mentioned uh, I was from Porterville, California, oh. and you were one of the only people that actually knew what the heck I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Chris, yeah, yeah. I want to know. Where I want to know, I want you to tell the people how, where you grew up, what was, what was high school Chris like, and when did you know you wanted oh, to get God. involved in film? Uh, uh, okay, so I am from biker. So I, well, I was born <laughs> in Santa Clarita, California, mm-hmm. uh, but I, for the most part, uh, was raised in Bikersfield, California, uh, the the, the uh, middle of California. I would say the only place in California that likes to think that it's not in California, or certainly the loudest place that likes to think it's not in California. Mm-hmm. Um, to be diplomatic, I will say that I, it was not my vibe. It was not a place that uh, I <laughs> really enjoyed. Why not? <laughs> uh, huh? Why not? Oh, um, it's just, oh, you know, uh, not a no we don't regale us with, yeah, with uh, what is 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 well it's very hot for one and very dry yes. yeah, la is pretty hot though not that no 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 okay it's so more dry at area okay, actually this is this is a, this is a, I'll, I'll do it uh oh, this is a little science moment for your fucking podcast so oh. um it, uh, uh so okay. essentially the the valley that uh the that bakersfield sits in the kern valley um, it's a giant bowl in the middle of California. 
and uh, how a lot of the kind of air pressures uh, work, uh, especially involving a lot of the major cities in northern and southern California, being San Diego, Los Angeles, and, and San Francisco, and, and even some such other large cities. So basically all the pollution from those cities gets carried up in the air and gets brought over to Bakersfield, where it mm-hmm. sits in a bowl. Uh, <laughs> and it doesn't leave because it's trapped by a ring of mountains. And yeah. so whenever I drive back, uh, you can quite literally see the sky getting grayer. And uh, that's like a cool metaphor, I think. Uh, I think that's a very fun visual metaphor for Bakersfield. Okay. Um, and not to say that there are, there's a, there are, there are positive things about, Oh God, I can't believe it. There are positive things about Bakersfield for sure. Um, uh-huh. it, uh, like uh, old town Bakersfield <laughs> is cool. There are an insane amount of thrift shops down there. A lot of really cool small businesses and small stores that mm-hmm. uh, I, in high school spent a lot of time just kind of wandering around and popping in and out of there were a lot of like, like thrift shops with like basements and just like, like fucking like a uh, 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 chests full of like old photos and stuff and i just okay. spent hours just like flipping through it's just like fun the little kind of stuff uh, okay. uh there are obviously biggest <laughs> a lot of problems uh very publicly um, mm-hmm. but like Campbell, have you ever, had you ever heard of Bakersfield before you met Chris? Before I met Chris? No. Um, okay. and then I learned that it is an ongoing gag in this entire state that Bakersfield is like the butthole of it. It's the armpit. Thank you very much. The armpit. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the devil's armpit. Um, yeah. The butthole. Answer the question. Huh? What that is the butthole of California? <laughs> what is the butthole of California? Pasadena. Um, um, you hear that? Uh, if you're from Pasadena, you're <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a lie. That was a joke. Uh, the the yeah. Well, so Bakersfield, yeah. The, all of Central oh. California is just a very weird, nebulous. It's a very place. odd place. Uh, but uh, second, there was a second part of that question. Yes, right? uh, I think I think. Maybe, and I could be wrong. I, I would assume, as someone who grew up in the Tulare County, right next to the Kern County, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, when you cross from Kern, you go from a nice, like, paved road, like, really smooth, and then the second you enter Tulare, it's bumpy and old and crappy. Uh, yeah. That's how you always know you're in Tulare County, where I'm from. There you go. Um, not a big film scene in uh, the Tulare County, so not how did you Kern. end up getting into the film scene? Bakersfield also does not have a big filmmaker scene i would say i mean there was like i don't know people shot stuff but it wasn't like anything you could really get involved in like i i remember like just kind of because i like rode my bike to to, to school like freshman and sophomore year of high school uh like there was just a lot of like interaction that i just kind of saw uh, and I would like see kind of people like filming like YouTube stuff uh, like in the mm. park. Like it was just kind of like stuff like that was kind of the most that anything ever was. Um, I I got involved with film because um, so usually I, I I mean great I had always kind of had a giant love for for film and media in general like comic mm-hmm. books uh, movies music I I I. I 
I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. And so uh, a lot, the media is what I kind of related to. And it kind of helped me develop relationships with other people later on. It was kind of how I learned to communicate with people, how I learned to communicate with family members. It was kind of talking about like movies and music and stuff like that. And it wasn't, an, and I I'd always kind of just had this giant love for like art and stuff. Um, but it wasn't until I was at like a, like a summer program thing and they were kind of like really sitting us down and they were like you have to come up with like a presentation on like what you want to do like what do you mm -hmm. want to do and uh i had kind of had a very kind of like weird i was i i had thought I was going to go into the medical field uh, because I had a, a small kind of, I'm sure a lot of people in the medical field kind of relate to this, this kind of like a weird like mm. moment, like crisis moment where like you just kind of feel useless. Like you're just kind of like, fuck, I don't know what to do. And so like after that, you're just kind of like, what could I have done? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you, you kind of research like what, what, what is the kind of stuff to do? And so uh, that informed where I went to high school because I went to Stockdale High School, which uh, I, at the time had, I don't probably still does, had a medical kind of program, uh, like a tract that you could take um, mm -hmm. that, that like essentially was like an elective course that would kind of help like teach like a lot of the basic uh, beginner stuff in medicine. And uh, I had signed up for that. It was the reason that I'd went to that high school. I was like an out of district transfer. And uh, at first, like, like class, like that I took, uh, like I was just like fucking banging my head against the desk. I was just like, I can't do this. Like I had read like medical textbooks, like mm -hmm. prior to like uh, one of my, my dad at one point in time was, was training to be an EMT. And so like we had kind of a bunch of uh, medical textbooks around the house. And so like, I had like read those and kind of like had a little bit of like cursory knowledge, but mm -hmm. it was like the, it, it wasn't until like kind of being in class, like I've just never really been a very good student that way, like kind of realizing what medical school and like the learning of that would kind of look like. I was just like, oh, I can't fucking do this. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's so weird. I can't do this. Uh, and so I dropped out of that um, <laughs> like in the like two, two weeks into the class. Um, and uh, uh, and I like talked to my counselor. I was like, well, what else? What else is there to do? And she was like, well, you can join drama. Like there's a drama class. Mm. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. I had like met some kind of friends that like were also like kind of had done drama. Like we're in kind of that beginner drama class. And so I was mm. like, yeah, sure. Why not? And uh, that really kind of like, I don't know, like that, that really kind of, sh it was a very big shift for me because I drama kind of slowly as I kind of like started to get involved more and more with it, kind of really made some really good friends like that mm. were like involved very heavily with it. Like people in the, the, you know, the drama kid or yeah. it like, it really kind of shifted. Uh, like I, I was just kind of like, I, could I like do this? Like not acting, but like, like something mm. like that, like, you know, like people make money doing something like this. And uh, I would get going to that job, like that summer camp thing. Like they were kind of like sitting us down and they were like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And uh, I, like my my brain for some reason immediately went to the movie Tron Legacy, yeah. And, uh, and I like just kind of had a moment where I was like, somebody got paid to make that movie. Like somebody like made like their like rent and like like was able to pay their bills and stuff by like working on that movie. Yeah, and I was like, 
I can maybe fucking do that, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and so I made like I kind of did like some research, uh, like because they made us like kind of like hit some like bullet points of like how much money like would this kind of field make? Like, yeah. what do you what do you specifically want to do? Like that kind of stuff. So I obviously just kind of went with like director as kind of like a general thing. Like I kind of filled out the general thing, talked about like filmmaking as a whole, and was like, eh, people make movies and shit, man. Like, what if I did that? And they yeah. were like oh yeah i guess you like could do that and so like that's really kind of when i started to take it more seriously and i was like okay like what if i like i was like if i'm if i'm gonna do this what does that kind of look like like what is that and so you know you do it every every kid in high school that like kind of decides they want to do film does and there's no film around is that you just grab your your shitty little like canon camera that you're parents buy you for christmas and like okay. you, you like record some random like whatever something and edit it to music on iMovie just kind of practice shit and it's like it, it's it's not even at the time like i was like this is not good like i was very embarrassed kind of like i yeah. was very hesitant to like show it to friends and stuff just because i was like ah fuck like this is like yeah. weirdly, like sincere because like when you're starting out you don't know how to do funny stuff so it's all like sincere uh yeah. and and so uh or at least you don't know how to do funny stuff well it is possible to do and doing that kind of stuff demonstrated to my parents at least like oh like you it, it is possible to do like it's not yeah. like it's not like kind of some like it is not i mean it is it is movie magic but it is not literal magic you know what yeah. i mean like, is quite literally like a, a physical thing that you are able to do so okay yeah campbell what did tron legacy mean to you what did tron how did tron legacy affect you campbell what did you think about clue and rensler changed my life I'm, rensler- I'm not even like doing a bit right now when i say that tron legacy is one of chris and i were literally talking about the night i probably is one of those like underrated movies to hell yeah it is people people today will absolutely be like oh that shitty reboot that they try to do or something like that and chris and i were saying dude as far as reboots go they wrote the fucking handbook because good god was that movie fucking incredible that movie was an orchestra of and choreography the set design all of it was on brand they like i look i don't like that they retconned clue to be a bad guy even though he was just like a one-off but seeing at the end of like what the fuck's his name oh my god jeff bridges fucking face down himself and you know look back at the cgi it looks bad but I don't even care. I mean, like, like, listen, I made in that moment, even though he was bad CGI at the very beginning, the excuse I make in that moment was because he's in the game. That's why I look like that. Um, But yeah, no, like them literally having a tender moment. And then like the meaningfulness of his dad fucking sacrificing himself. Beautiful chef's kiss. I just don't like at the end how both of them were like, oh, well, my dad's dead. Like wow. the guy I came in here. Wow, again. That's crazy. Now let's ride off into the sunset. Yeah. A little, like, what are we, what are we doing? Uh, he's like, I got the grid. Let's go. Uh, I got the grid. I got the girl. Forget <laughs> dad. Who needs him? <laughs> We're just getting it. Listen, I got what I need. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say open up my, uh, cause I had the same, it, I, this is the first time I've heard Chris talk about this stuff. Um, I had the same moment in my life where I was also like, someone got paid to do this. I want to get paid to do this. Um, And I think uh, that moment for me was probably like, you know, because I was an edgy little teenager. So probably like a Quentin Tarantino movie or something. Frankly, I don't remember what the movie was. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Okay. Well, hey, I, I, 
I love that movie. Uh, some of my favorite from some of my favorite toys are from that movie where they have moving. They have I the have, actors' faces. I have, I have one of those. I have the. They're I, incredible. I, I the love Sam those. One. I had the Sam one and the Clue one as a kid, and they were some of my favorite. The hologram. Those exact two I have. That, but I was like, we're in the future. I was like, I have a futuristic <laughs> action figure. This is the future of action figures right here. And then they never did it ever again, which is valid because when they're not lit up, they look really weird. But it's cool. You know, the thing I loved about those were like, not not to say that there's not any like iconic lines in there. I can think of, of but like they chose the most random lines for it, them. Like, it, it's you know, one like, of them's like, oh, come on. Yeah, this is it. Come on. Yeah, my name is Sam Flynn. I'm not a program. And then like yeah, Clue had like it's totally just like very random like clips. And I granted there's never like a time, I don't think, where he is like just kind of like it's not a very quippy movie. Uh but like it (laughs) the clue (laughs) figure was a little better than the Sam one because it just kind of like spit out like menacing lines. Yeah, he had like, oh, you'll get what you deserve when he uh, betrays zoos like yeah, great movie, great, great. movie, great inspiration. I, I, yeah, well, you know what? Look at this. We're re- reminiscing about good times with film, and then we get to the dark times. Oh God, Chris Hall. Yeah, how did you- <laughs> I saw Campbell's face? Uh, the dark time, <laughs> making YouTube reaction face. Uh, Chris. Yeah, how did you? For- I love. I love to ask people this specific question. Uh-huh. How did you hear about the hollowed halls of Columbia College Hollywood, and how did you end up there? Google. I Googled Googled film schools in Los Angeles, and Uh uh, it was the one to pop up with the the highest acceptance rate. Uh, And I was like, yeah, that'll do. And uh, they had a a summer program for high school students – uh, mm-hmm. and so I went and did that for a week, uh, and I stayed with my, my, huh, my stepsister's boyfriend at the time. Uh, okay. I stayed with him and his family in Santa Clarita for a week <laughs> <laughs> while I, while I, uh, this kind of like uh, CCH, um, program. That's I, where I met, I met a few people there before, uh, before the school actually started that's why uh that's how i knew like during orientation there were like one or two people that i was like i know you i remember you um but uh i did i did that for a week it was it was kind of like a crash course into film and coming from a place that like no knowledge of film no like this is the first time anybody's ever inside baseballing fucking film to you it is it was amazing it was everything that i could have wanted to be you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like as somebody that's just kind of like only seen like just kind of the 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 features on like dvds and like it's like there's very limited like bts of like what's going on and like there's not like there's a there's a transparency in film now like that i maybe just because i was a kid or maybe because i was a teenager i just wasn't really aware of it but certainly yeah. I didn't feel that transparency as hard uh mm. and so like again like somebody kind of really breaking down like you know these are the these are the roles on set these are the names you see in the credits these are what they do these are the dominions that they have over this is like the hierarchy this is what it is like uh and, and like then getting to kind of like shoot something like with actual equipment like you know i mean granted it's c2 c200s like stuff like that but like real equipment like 
more so than like what you will have access to on your yeah. own, you know? Uh, and so like actual kind of like, like boom, like recorders and everything. And like, it's, uh, uh, yeah. So I, I did that. Um, I purposefully botched my other college applications so that CCH was the only one that I got accepted to. Okay. Uh, my mom was very surprised that I didn't get accepted to CSUN. And I was like, I know, crazy, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's CCH place. But to be fair, CCH was the most affordable. Like, I don't know if I if I had gone to like a, a CSUN or like another kind of like college. Like how, mm-hmm. like, I mean, granted, I'm already financially in a hole. But like from, from student loans. But like, I, I, I would be in a much larger hole, I assume. Yeah. Um, but uh it was it was kind of it was like sort of affordable it was it was like again had a very high acceptance rate uh so like i just was just kind of like hey, i like film and they were like oh, okay come on in and okay. uh uh I, I i think you'd you'd literally have to be like i hate film and then then cch would be like okay maybe don't maybe don't come although huh. there were some although there were some people far too many people who were like oh yeah i'm not doing anything in film that I was like, why are you? It is, why? It is a little. Why here? It's like, it's it, if it was like CSUN and they were like trying out the film program, yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. You're just yeah, taking like an intro to film class at like a college that offers other things, but yeah. like, a, like a, like a, like CCH was like two steps away from a trade school, basically. So like yeah. the fact it was a trade school, was it not? Was it basically? Yeah. Yeah. Marks. You know what they should do is they should enter. They should have like a school that has like nothing to do with California. Like, then they should like make a partnership and then like make then like change the name from CCH and like just kind of like make it a completely different school or something. That's kind of crazy. That'd be a really cool and smart move if they did that. That would be Campbell. Yes. Um, so I want to share a fun fact. Before okay. I went to CCH, I went to University of Arizona for two years. Brag mm-hmm. about it much. My the bitter rival of University of Arizona that like is religiously scrawled into every wall on the school is fuck ASU. Every ASU were our bitter rivals to the end. What do mm-hmm. I find? The school that absorbed our fucking school. He's fucking ASU back from the so, fucking grave. They so it's I your fault. Escape ASU. <laughs> it's your fault. They followed you. You you brought they, them they, in. They were going after Campbell. They were like yeah. they were like how are we gonna how are we gonna get back at at, yeah. at, at, the, at the ASU? Make his degree no longer have the name of the school he <laughs> went to. <laughs> so when they look it up, it's now a different school. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you go to the website, completely different school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But so yeah, that's I got into CCH. I I moved out early because I graduated. Uh, I think I graduated like a like a a a, a bit early, um, mm-hmm. and so I was like a there. There was kind of the option of like, do I sit around for like three or four months, uh, or do I do I just kind of have like two weeks of summer and then move to college. And I was like, I'll just do two weeks of summer and then move to college. Like, fuck it, whatever. Uh, And so I like I just kind of had like a quick little break after after high school. And then I moved to college 
and I uh, I met Evan, my roommate, and then soon after uh, met that guy, and uh, now now I'm now I'm uh, now I'm here, and I'm tired. <laughs> did you know that you wanted to? How, how did you end up? You know, wanting to do grip and gaff. Did you know that that's is that always what called to your heart? Or I mean, like it's not really what I do right now, admittedly. Um, okay. I, I, the, I for the past year, year and a half, I've been mostly doing uh, art art department work. Uh, I got a job at an art studio uh, that does uh, set design and uh, props and uh, fuck it basically everything else under the sun and uh and i yeah i mean uh i work has kind of been very start and stop lately but like last year i was working pretty pretty heavy on and it was it's very cool i got to work on a lot of very cool projects um Mm uh but i uh i think the place that i'm at now was definitely like a long a long road a long journey uh of kind of like trying out different stuff and like i don't know you get you get to film school and obviously everybody's like i'm gonna be a director and it's like okay like let's let's see how that goes uh and i i i very quickly started ading for sets because i mm-hmm. uh, I, I yeah i guess i just don't like waiting for things i was just kind of like all right let's go come on yeah. uh let's, let's get this shit going uh so i i i randomly like met an upperclassman in like the cafe the, the poor excuse for a cafeteria, the little small, I was about to call it a cafeteria. It's a little closet that they had like a coffee maker and like <laughs> cups and shit and covers. Yes. Uh, and like, uh, and there was a fridge in there. And uh, and he was, he just was like, fuck, somebody ate like my lasagna. And I was like, wow, that's <laughs> shitty. Why would somebody do that? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, he was just like, yeah, wow, that's crazy. You go to this school, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." Uh, and uh, and he was like, "So you like want to work on?" Because uh, he was like, "Oh, what do you do?" And um, I had helped a friend at the time with a mm. YouTube video, like shooting a YouTube video. And this was like this was this was while I was at CCH. I, I had worked on it with uh, with her, and uh, and uh, I kind of like she was kind of just like running the show for most of it. Like it, it was, it was just like three dudes acting and her doing like everything else and me stupid and and like I didn't know anything and so I was just like how can I what are gonna hold clipboard <laughs> like fucking like whatever uh, and so uh, I was just kind of like trying to help and manage everything else and afterwards she was just kind of like ah oh, like you can she's like you you could probably like do like ad work or something uh like just based on like the stuff that i did like on uh there like she just kind of like was throwing out like a whatever like something yeah. you could probably, whatever and so when this guy asked like oh like what do you do uh i was like i i oh i have like i want to be a director but right now i'm doing ad work and he was like oh that's crazy i actually need an ad for my d2 project that i'm working on uh mm-hmm. do you want do you want to come help out and so i was like ah <laughs> yeah i guess uh not realize like i thought i was just kind of gonna like puff up my chest and be like yeah i do i do work and like that was kind of gonna be the end of it and he was gonna be like oh well maybe we'll call you later i didn't expect him to be like oh well like are you free like yeah and so it was just like oh yeah yeah 
Uh, and so I, I got on set. I was a PA the day before. Uh, there was mm. an AD on the first day, and uh, there was a different AD. And so I, I, I just like shadowed him the whole day, just like following him around, like yeah. just making mental notes about like everything he was doing, everything he was saying, kind of like how he was talking to people, like what what he was doing. And I was just kind of like, fuck, okay, like I have to repeat this tomorrow. Uh, and and I mean it was fine like you know like you you can i mean there was obviously a, a confidence issue at first yeah. like talking to crew and stuff when you're starting to ad is very scary and crew mm. or can recognize that and are just kind of like yeah, what the fuck ever dude <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. like I, it's there there were some like shoots that i ad'd where it was actually insane that just like you can kind of like like be like, hey guys, like we legally can't be in this house anymore. We kind of have to leave. And the DP's like, yeah, 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 one more shot though. And it's like, no, 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 it's one more. You don't more. understand. You don't. You don't have any more money. <laughs> like you didn't pay. <laughs> like the all homeowners are gonna still start rolling. Still rolling. <laughs> like fucking no, it's crazy. Um, and so uh, I started ading. Uh, did that. Uh, I did that for long enough to realize that not only did I not like ADing, but I didn't mm. like directing also. Like I just kind of saw, like I had a friend that I constantly AD'd for and I'm pretty sure I've told him this too. Like I'm like, I saw kind of how stressed he was all the time directing yeah. and I was just like, wow, I don't want to do that. And I, and I understand that like, if you're a, maybe like, like certain kinds of directors can kind of like anticipate that and catch it. And they're like, oh, like they work really well with it. But like, mm. uh, like I, like the idea of kind of having to juggle all of that and like people at random times being like so somebody's dying everything's falling apart and you have to just kind of be like all right i will deal with this in a very calm and level-headed manner yeah. and it's like ah christ <laughs> that's horrible uh and so i like i i was kind of looking around on set and i was like well who's having the best time here yeah who's really kind of like who's like and and i realized something that i like i I had always kind of like felt like, damn, I kind of want to do that. Was watching like the G and E people, the Grip and Electrics, kind of like going around doing their stuff, kind of hulking about and big yeah. like, chest rigs and like side packs and like oh, like crazy wilder people. Um, uh, yeah, and it was cool. And I I did that for for years. I I was I was like the the grip guy at, yeah <laughs> school for like a good like two years um and and that was and that was fun i really enjoyed doing that i think doing grip and electric work on set especially on smaller sets is very fun and there is a very big freedom in it um I, the minute i i because i did i freelanced for about two two and a half years um mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's, I, think, I mean, it's obviously a different beast. You know what I mean? Like mm. film school stuff. And, yeah. And I mean, great. There's paid stuff is so much fun. Like there's so much opportunity. There's so much kind of cool stuff you get like to do yeah. and get to set up and get to play with. Like the bigger the budget is, the more toys you get to play with. And that's just cool. Uh, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Like I, I, the, I, I just got very exhausted by, mm. um, I mean, for one, just like the workload, the the yeah. insane, like like the like as groups are are very much like the pack mules of of yeah. film. 
where it's like they are the ones to show up the earliest and they are the last ones to leave and it sucks mm. and uh and like i've had to work like 14 16 hour days and like when it was supposed to just be like an 8 to 12 maybe yeah and like i like texting like my girlfriend like hey I'm really sorry that I'm, I'm not gonna, coming home tonight. I'm not coming home. It's gonna be a while, um, and uh, like it sucks. And I mean, it's very tiring. And I mean, it's I mean, great. Like working on set is very fun and very fulfilling and very cool. But I can only drive out to the Santa Clarita Desert so many times before I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, uh, especially like my senior year, like I really kind of like started to pivot a bit. Uh, I mean, there was also, you know, a pandemic. So, like, work was not what it once was. Yeah. Um, and things kind of slowed down a bit, and I had been inside for a while. Uh, and and I had kind of had a bit more free time to myself. And, and I was still working on set through the pandemic. Like, I was still working quite a bit through, like, heavy COVID protocols and masks, mm. face shields, and everything, everything. It was a, it was a very I, – I remember – Oh God, what a laborious time. Um, but, uh, uh, I had a lot of time inside and a lot of kind of time to really kind of kick around with like, cause I was, I was technically as much as I did grip and electric work at the school and for everybody. Um, I, I was technically a DP. Like I technically <laughs> at the school, I was, I was like, I might yeah. degree is in cinematography. Like as much yeah. as I did grip and electric work, like I'm mm. de- like, like, I, like especially senior year, like they were like, all right, you got to be thinking like a DP, like you got to DP shit. You got to, yeah. you got to like make a reel. Uh, and so in just kind of thinking like, well, what do I want to shoot? Because I don't want to just kind of like grab an Alexa and go to the beach and kind of just like shoot people kissing all the time. And I've done that. And it's, it's difficult. Uh, yeah. and I don't know if I want that to be my whole reel. And so like um, uh, I what I did was because I was in a I was in a history of special effects class with Vince Toto, mm. the goat, the, the, the man, the myth, the legend, one of the best teachers at a CCA. Uh, I, I feel so bad that I have not reached out to that man in a very long time. Um, but I, his, he was very awesome. Cool. He worked on, he worked on dread. He worked on dread 3d. That, that was yeah. cool. I asked him so many questions about that. I geeked out <laughs> so much about that. I feel so bad. Uh, I, I, we were, I was taking a special history of special effects class with him and we were really kind of like watching like a, a documentary about uh, alien and documentaries about like star Wars and stuff like that. Really kind mm. of going into how like the, the Dyson flex camera was developed for star Wars and kind of the initial, like the, the like the, just the, how you shoot spaceships, like the yeah. technical, like the equipment you use, like what you mm. do, like how like uh, 2001 kind of like pioneered it with like pictures on glass and like yeah. Star Wars kind of really ramped it up with with like inventing a whole camera rig thing to repeat moves over and over yeah. and over and like uh, and and like kind of like getting to kind of test some of that stuff out like for myself like kind of like was like ah like what if I, I like I was kind of like it just kind of reignited like the it put the two and two together of like all the nerd shit that i love and like the the actual work that i was doing because i had mostly been working on like music videos and like like kind of like short films and and stuff like there's not a lot of people in in film school being like let's shoot a high concept sci-fi and so like and it's great and it it goes well like the two of those things (laughs) um 
But like, we can go over if if we'd like. We can go over the type of stuff people were shooting. Um, I didn't really wait. cover that last episode, so hold off on that actually, because when Chris finishes his thought, the next question I was going to ask was yeah. your best. I was going to, you know, the uh, best thing about film school, but I was going to ask your biggest pet peeve about film school or some of the filmmakers that we went you don't have obviously not naming anybody but just concepts generally ideas yes uh, so campbell when he finishes his thought you go and then that will give chris time to think so star wars uh broke my brain at a young age uh of Hmm. course and uh uh now i'm now i'm like this um and so what i I started doing is i i george I thanks George. Uh, I'd been working on model kits since high school. Uh, I was big into kind of like card games in high school, and so I hung around comic book stores and kind of like those those nerdy shops uh, where they just kind of sell nerd shit and is great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've played Yu. Oh God, I was such a Yu Gi Oh just a, a a little grub, a little a little a little <laughs> like the backpack on and the cards, and it was so annoying. Um, but uh, uh, when I was there, one of my friends in high school, he was into Gundam uh, and he had watched TV shows and he and his dad, uh, they built Gundams together and they bought mm-hmm. like, big, like expensive ones. And they kind of like did all the work. And I remember going over to his house one time and kind of seeing their little display case and just kind of going like, oh, damn, that's kind of that's cool. Uh, and so when we were kind of at like a store, one of those little like nerdy comic book shops, uh, they were selling like little Gundam kits because, like, you know, it's Bakersfield, so there's not you, you don't really get like model kit shop, yeah, to, to comic book shop. Like, it's just kind of like ah, we'll just put it all up. together, whatever, whatever nerd stuff we whatever can stick. Uh, and so I, I remember getting uh, Iron Blooded Orphan, uh, was the, those kits were like kind of just coming out and like were really big at the time. Uh, and so I got kind of some of those and I started building those very messily, very haphazardly. I have still have them and I look back at them and I'm just like, oh. yeah. it's just kind of like a fun reminder of kind of like how, how far, you, how far you come because like I don't know, some of the stuff I make now is very cool and a lot more detailed than kind of a yeah. weird shitty little model kit. But at the same time, like I, I had the practice, I did this stuff. And by the time, like I was in college, especially by my senior year, mm. I've gotten pretty good at it. Like I, I, I especially because I played D and D. Like I got into like painting D and D minis, and I built a lot of model kits. And so um, I had quite a few, like just kind of little spaceship kind of little models that I had like painted and done stuff mm-hmm. too. And so I, uh, I just laid on my kitchen floor, and I got a little kind of like roller skate rig from like mm-hmm. Wish, and I screwed it on my camera, and I got a little green screen banner behind it and threw the spaceships on a little armature wire and did the little like whooshed my camera by the yeah. by the spaceships and 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 just kind of did all the comping and everything myself and i was like that was that was so incredibly fulfilling i was like i am and like kind of sitting back and looking at the final product i like I also like uh, I poked a ton of holes and kind of like black cardboard and I like shot like that like with movements and stuff and like mm. got a focus and in focus and a bunch of different plates for like stars and stuff and so I had made my own plates and I had made yeah. my own like everything and so just kind of looking at like a, a, a spaceship in space and just kind of knowing that like everything in this I have made and done. Yeah edited and everything it was just so like like it was crazy that i was like in the four years of film school this is probably like the most fulfilling thing that i've ever made and i was 
I loved this. I want to do more of this. And uh, I, but I don't, don't have access to a lot of model yeah. kits, people that like do miniatures and stuff. So I just started doing it myself. Uh, oh, and yeah. I, I did it to the point where when I graduated, one of the first things I did was I took kind of a few like buildings and spaceships and weird stuff for action figures that I had built. And I, I kind of emailed it to uh, a, a uh, like art uh, uh, studio and I interviewed there and I got a job as a runner and uh, yeah. now I do uh, art stuff for them sometimes. <laughs> well, Hey, that's, that's the stuff I love to hear. You know, this show is about the struggles, but also the struggles will bear fruit. Uh, and so, it's the whole time struggling, yeah. of course. Mind yes. you, it is terrifying and a struggle and just like yes. leap after leap after leap. And like, you know, the expression of like, don't put your eggs all in one basket. I just yeah. like consistently have put all my eggs in one basket. And uh, it is. And I just kind of like put all the, and I just kind of keep being like, well, it'll work eventually if I just yeah. got to keep these eggs in this basket, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Russell Troutman, the floor is yours. What did you want to complain about? What, uh, what, what's saying, on your we, mind? We were just ta- we were just talking about about like you know things other people made and things like, like things that we didn't like. And I was just joking around because I was like, I know I briefly last episode touched on the type of films I didn't like from some of the kids, and I was just like, hey, we could talk about it again. I may or may not have asked those kids to do things to themselves that <laughs> was probably that didn't make out. it to the air. <laughs> I'll let you know right now that didn't make it to the air. That I'm disappointed that it didn't because I still stand by that statement. But um, you describe uh, those films as depressed guy is depressed. Am I am I quoting you correctly? That yeah, is how yeah you that's, a good, that's a good quote. That's a fair. That's a fair way to describe a lot of the things that come out of film school. Um, admittedly, there like I I. Uh, Maybe I'm just trying. Maybe I just don't remember. Like they just kind of all blend together. Yeah. Like I, I remember like some projects being cool, like some, some things that were like, all right, like I see somebody's kind of trying to do something here. Um, but like, oof, yeah, a lot of, I, I mean, Chris, the reason they blend all together in your head is because they were the same fucking movie. It was the same goddamn movie remade over and over again. Here's the deal. Right. I think, I think, I think this is a, this is a much larger, like, I think this is a, a, a systemic film school issue that kind of comes with the, the infancy of like trying to make movies and shit, trying to like emulate what you see in movies, like in a movie. Uh, and I think that that's kind of the problem maybe is that like you, I guess I'll stop speaking generally and just kind of speak more directly. Uh, there was uh, there were a few short films that I worked on, a, a lot of short films that I worked on. There were about, I mean, obviously t- to say adult topics is like, but it was like, it was like kind of like, it's like drug running and like drugs, like with, oh, doing drugs. This is like, and like, like oh the mafia oh the the the, the mafia is gonna come after you for all these drugs, <laughs> and it, and I completely I, forgot about those kinds of movies because those also were on my shit list. I and and maybe again it's just because I worked on a lot of those yeah. where it was like we're having like a twenty three year old pretending to be like a thirty five year old with a kid <laughs> and like <laughs> you know, like nineteen year olds they're like yeah this person's old like yeah. yeah <laughs> Uh, it was the same thing too with that, where it was like it was always like 
we got to move the drugs now. <laughs> we got to move the drugs everybody, now. Everybody is going to be going to be real upset. And then Dimitri comes in and he's got like a really bad either Eastern European, New York, or yeah, like, like just whatever. Like, hey, I'm, I'm Dimitri. Most of the time, we actually, they did not put on an action. They were just like, "Where are my drugs? What's going on with the drugs?" Yo, poorly angled, like blocked shot. Oh uh, yeah, all like, of, mind you, all you of it is die today, kid. A flat wall in a sound stage because they were like, oh, "No, it'll be so much better if we build the yeah. set." I yeah. I like there. I just worked on so and every uh, I, and everybody has like an ill-fitting suit because like it's too expensive to afford tailored suits. So yeah. like everybody just kind of brings <laughs> whatever they have at home, and so none of it matches. Yeah. And like it's great. Um, and, and like great. Like granted, I don't. I don't. I don't. This is not like don't try. Like don't don't yeah. try to do things. But like I, something that I tried to keep in mind the entire time working on stuff in film school was keeping in mind the scope of what I had to work with and how I could keep that as real as possible. And uh, especially when I DP'd, like this was something that I tried to kind of have conversations with directors about too. Like because they were like, I want to want to shoot in this classroom. I want to make it look like I want to make it look like this. And I'd be like, okay. Hear me out. What if we use a real location so that way we don't have to like hmm. pretend that the classroom is an art gallery? <laughs> we can just maybe go to like an art gallery, then be like, hey, we're film students. Can we like film here like before you guys open? And they'll be like, Yeah, you guys got like an hour. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that stuff happens. Like that, like there were plenty of like weird, like random like stores and stuff that were just kind of like you didn't like was like ah can we film here and they were like yeah i don't know go for it like because yeah. <laughs> you're like not a problem like uh so like I, I don't know like the idea that like you you have to make a movie like how martin scorsese makes a movie is truly like it's like you don't you don't have to do that you can actually try to like and i i get like i get it you know what i mean like i get the mm. like want to like you want to emulate the stuff that you like you know what i mean like i can't i can't lie and say that like things that i wrote and did weren't reminiscent of like edgar wright and like other weird yeah. directors like but uh, th that is to say that i tried to tried to stay very kind of like grounded with what i was doing like i tried yeah. to shoot like houses and tried to do stuff like that because like I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to work with like the classroom that looks like a boardroom, or like the classroom that looks like you know what I mean. It's like yeah, I, I, yeah. There were uh, yeah. I think you know. Look, I'm guilty of this. My original thesis, it you know, it was me. My take on like a Daredevil esque character, and when I had actual producers look at it, they were like, "How much are you trying to raise on Kickstarter?" And I was like, "Oh, like four thousand. They're like, "Who told you four thousand? This is like." I you'd have to start at ten, and I, I was think, like, yeah. I think it's know. it's one of those things, especially as a director, like it's hard to know, like what like what the scope, it, like how yeah. much you can do, like it's something that you have to work on set for a while and kind of like be like, oh, like as much as things are doable, like as much as like oh you can do that, it does require you to do them, and yeah. sometimes doing them is a little difficult and yes. you know, hard to execute and it turns out that the thing in that movie is so cool because it was actually really hard to get yeah you know see that's why i've five days for the time a million dollars to get that fucking shot like the yeah. right it almost like it took them like 40 takes to get that exactly. shot right i and blame youtube 
I'm going to be honest with you. I blame YouTube because there are a bunch of amateur directors who share their BTS footage. Mind you, they have like the backing of like a yeah. small studio. So they yeah. still have the resources, but they're like, oh yeah, to get this sweeping shot, we didn't actually use a gimbal. We used a rotating stool and we put a stack of books on it. With the <laughs> I, just, the I just had my, my friend. You had to hold it steady the whole time. Uh, like, <laughs> poor Mikey. <laughs> Sorry, that really stuck with me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I fully understand, like, you know, and, and it's why I've, I've for the time being, because, you know, I, your boy be struggling. Um, I've switched to, you know, primarily my, the main creative thing I'm working on is an audio drama, uh, which I have to start recording with this Yahoo soon. That's going to be fun. I don't, uh, I'm scared. Uh, I haven't direct, Camel's going to be the first person I've directed in like, Man. that isn't me in Man. years. I so expect gonna be to get very annoyed and very frustrated very quickly. Me or you? No, me. Oh. I, I expect oh. myself to be, oh. but I expect you to be annoyed I, at my attitude. I, I, and I'm going to be like, you're going to be like, Campbell, you did not deliver that right. You need to do that again. And I'm going to be like, what do you mean I need to do it again? That was perfect. No, one, um, one take in my contract. I only do one take. I only do one take. For each line, I only do one take. <laughs> you said the word wrong. I don't care. I don't CG, care. Fix it, fix it in post. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you've an editor, don't you? Another line. The editor. Well, the editor is the same editor as this this year. Probably. I know. Uh, relax, okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna relax. That editor always air. Air. We have we have to pretend like we like each other. Calm down, okay? We have we have to. <laughs> we're not gonna be able to sell the product if if we have contention. I'm trying to. I'm even trying to bring you in on the writing side of it. So relax, okay? Yeah, never this is all staying in. This is all staying. You never in. invited me to write for this. You don't trust my. You lie. You <laughs> liar. Off air. The last time I told you, I wanted you to help me on one of the projects, which is going to be a ploy just to get you to help me to write more of them. You should have said that to begin with. I would have said yes. Campbell, do you want to write some of the episodes of the audio drama with me? Of course, I want to do. Okay, that. well, this is legally binding. It's on camera and it's on yeah. on tape. That's true. Yeah. You got something. We got him. We got him, boys. We got him. We got him. Okay. This, this so was your episode, right? Uh, yeah, but you know, it, he he is he is the featured person. It will say with Chris Hall, featuring okay. Campbell Russell Chapman. Thank you. So we we've run the whole gamut of everything. We've even touched on topics that I had, but these were some that were actually put for. These, these are some things I I I think needs to be touched upon a little bit more on the show, and they were. Well, she's been mentioned like 50,000 times contractually. Uh, Emily, she put these forward. There are two things. Oh, Chris, we, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about work-life balance because uh, I don't think you have one sometimes. Uh, I think I've caught you at a point where you have, have some. And, and Campbell, I would also love to hear your, your thoughts on this topic uh, yeah. and then also how that relates to mental health. So, Chris, yeah, what um, what? explain to me I your work-life balance. For sure. I mean, I think it's... Well, okay. Uh, obviously, right now is a very interesting time. But uh, normally, yes, finding a work-life balance is is pretty difficult, uh, especially just because film as an industry, uh, it kind of is very, like, 
like there's you kind of have to be grateful to be there and you always have to be ready and willing yeah. and like oh yeah sorry I'll, I'll drop my grandmother's funeral to come to set of course like you know what i mean yeah. like and and i mean obviously like people are people are understanding like people are whatever like you're not going to get blacklisted just by not showing up once but like certainly like the, uh, being there like it's it's exhausting you know yeah. it is it is exhausting and even working on stuff that yeah go ahead uh, i'll wait for you to finish i just I yeah, keep going no he, he he can keep um, his arm up no keep going because uh, like i've had instances where like working on stuff that's like like a dream come true like stuff that i like if i got to tell like childhood me that i worked on this thing like he'd like lose his mind uh, but like, even still, like I found myself like on that project, like getting like yeah. frustrated and like annoyed and like, like, and it, I mean, and not even just kind of like creatively, just like purely just from the amount of work, from the amount of time we were there and like the length of time we were there. And like, it would be like getting on like 9 PM and I'm, I'd been there since like early in the morning and I'm just like, God, I really want to go home. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's very difficult. And I, I think uh yeah I, I i mean i think like weekends are important i think um i think definitely just, it's very, as difficult as it is and as much as i may struggle with this problem it is important to say no sometimes mm-hmm. uh and uh and again like i like i said i struggle with that problem a lot i i overextend myself a lot i i work on like a lot of things and then I, I i say yes and i look at my schedule and then i'm just like oh i have no time to kind of like sit down and just kind of like enjoy myself um okay. but like uh uh it's it's still like uh i i i i it's it, it you still manage i don't know the things kind of film naturally kind of ebbs and flows like mm-hmm. the amount of work that you get like things kind of like pick up and you're busy for like months and months and then they slow down and then you're like my career's over oh my god i'm every, everything is gone uh and then and then we're back boys and then yeah. we're immediately we're we're, we're fucked uh, yeah. uh and and uh like especially like when i was in film school and when i was just starting to do freelance and and like stuff like that like that ebb and flow really freaked me out like mm-hmm. and i i had seen like people drop out of film school for that literal reason like yeah. there was a guy that like it was a really good editor he was really good at everything like i and i was like oh man like what are you planning on doing and he was like he's like oh, i'm actually dropping out like next week because i figured out that it's not very consistent work and i was like yeah. well that's very valid and unfortunate huh? Fuck. like damn uh and uh uh yeah like it is but like you kind of like i don't know like you after a while you can kind of anticipate the ebb and the flow and you can kind of like Mm. use that to your advantage you can kind of become aware like okay like things are things are starting to slow down now like maybe i can maybe i can finally start to pick up that video game i wanted to play or maybe i can finally do that thing i wanted to do uh with my free time and not just kind of have the like one little 30 minute TV show that you allot yourself before you go to bed because <laughs> that tight. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, it definitely does stuff to your mental health. Uh, and um, it definitely does stuff to your social life. I mean, granted being out of college and working kind of kills yeah. your social life anyway, but like it, it's 
like you kind of i mean your, your friends are just kind of the people that you work around the people that you be with all the time and when you're not working with them all the time it's kind of like I, it's not to say that like you don't think about them all the time and then you're like ah, but like it, it like it is i don't know like i just get so kind of caught up with just kind of like i don't have time to do yeah. things for me that like when i do it's like i'm like oh fuck I haven't texted any of these people like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, I feel very bad and, and, but it's, it's like, yeah, these are the things. And I, it's, it's funny that I'm like, ah, these are like, I have these problems. And then like, you go on like any like film meme page, anything. And it's just like all everybody like, wow, I wish my work life, wish my social life wasn't fucking dead and diminished to only yeah. like, who's on the call sheet. Like, that's crazy. Campbell. Oh, my thought. Okay. You uh, put so your put arm my, down, but I put I'll my arm down it. because Chris touched upon what the point that I was going to touch upon because I was about to say, man, I was about to say, I want to clarify it. Not, mm-hmm. I don't fully hold by this because you did touch upon it. This man uh, was making it sound like, you know, he had to fucking trudge his way on every project that came his way and not that he would show up at five in the morning beaten and exhausted covered in dirt and i was like where the fuck have you been and he's (laughs) like oh i just went i went to like vegas for the day there was a bunch of ucla kids god they fucking suck and i was like why are you working on this you could have said no chris and he was like yeah i know but God, I just like you never know, and I'm like you never know. When are you gonna meet these guys again? Yes, there were. Uh, admittedly, admittedly, there were a lot of projects that I maybe could have said no to, and maybe saved myself a lot of grief. Um, mm-hmm. However, I think uh, it's the part of the pro. Well, see, part of the problem with working on set is that you kind of have to. You have to be everywhere a lot and people have to see your face a lot and you have to kind of build up a reputation people have to remember you and you got to stay constantly people because like it's kind of it's very unfortunate but like the minute you're kind of like not present to people you are not the first person they consider you know what i mean and so uh like it it, it's like and that's why like it's you kind of have to like as much as like and granted okay you don't have to but like you yeah. like you feel that you feel that you need to keep working on stuff and keep doing stuff and and like oh i got it yeah this person asked me to do this and yeah i'll go do that and and granted like you know you get on one job and you meet a guy there and he's like yeah. oh well we need somebody for another job and then you get on another job and you get it there and it's yeah. kind of just keep it going until it dies for like a month or two and then you get brought back by somebody else and then it just the ball keeps rolling like i don't know you like you even on very bad projects even on projects where it's like wow i that i maybe didn't need to be here for that like you sometimes like it's you meet somebody there that it's like oh well that person gets you a gig it's like a really cool gig that you enjoy and are gonna have a lot of fun with or like a really nice opportunity or like even just like kind of building a relationship further with like i don't know like somebody else that you work with like i like not to 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 say like leaving them hanging out to dry is a bit much but like the idea of just kind of like 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 you know if you weren't there they would have to do a lot more work yeah. and maybe they wouldn't like notice, but like, mm. it's, it's one of those things where it's like, they, they definitely noticed that you were there and that you helped. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. it is as much as like, you know, com- coming home to the, like two odd hours of the night 
covered in dirt and sweat and and just kind of ready to pass out um like it sucked uh having that like resume that i did of just kind of like like yeah, yeah. like listen I, I i had worked on like an indie feature like on and off for like months i yeah. had like done like a bunch of other like kind of random stuff like music videos everything and like having that resume made it to where when i got to the job and i got to the interview like even though i'm like yes hello i'm fresh out of college i'm a young boy like nice to meet you like uh uh they they like still like kind of they didn't they weren't just kind of like oh that's nice like go away like they were like oh shit yeah. like yeah like they they realized i actually had like on like i like I had on set experience and not yeah. just kind of like film school on set experience, but like on set, on set experience. Like I knew how mm. to like handle myself on an actual like film set. And mm. uh, and I wouldn't have been there had it not been for all of the, the many, many hours of me pulling my hair out and banging my head against the wall because I just like, you know, working on film student short films is working on film student short films it is what it is and not everybody has the best idea sometimes and sometimes other people for lack of a better idea will just kind of go with it That's okay it. admittedly like okay it's fair to say that uh i i there, there was a fair amount of sets that i like had complaints about people on set that like you know you complain about i, I it's still hard to find you know, I'd be hard pressed to find anybody coming off of a set that didn't have at least one thing to complain about. But uh, like, it's uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah. there, 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 are, there, are, there are uh, fonder experiences than yeah. <laughs> as 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 with anything in life. And so, yeah. as we wind down, we wind down the same way with not just any questions, the questions. Usually, yeah. it's six questions, but. You've already kind of answered two of them, so we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you four. You can ask, your answer can be as long or as short as you want. And since there's two of you, there are gonna be two questions that are for the both of you. So, Chris, we're gonna start <laughs> every time you do that. I swear, every time you do that, you look like you look like a YouTube reaction thumbnail. Okay, so Chris, we're gonna start with your four. Usually, you would get yeah. six, but we're gonna start with your four. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm just that good, so Chris. Yeah, your first question. What is the most amount of effort you've had to put into tracking down a collectible? Ooh. Um, I, okay. So, three different targets so he could look for his fucking toy. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I was immediately, okay, because I, I was immediately like, you know, it's great because a lot of the stuff like it's but admit yes okay so i've definitely um i i drive around a lot i drive around a lot to a lot of targets and rosses uh looking mm -hmm. for stuff um but uh <laughs> probably the farthest i have gone for something like i i knew specifically it would be there and I, uh, oh God, this is about to get real. This is about to get real nerdy. All right. So, uh, there is a, a, a toy and comics and collectibles, uh, I guess like a, you could call it a convention. Uh, it's not really a convention cause it happens like once a week, once every like two weeks, uh, it's called freaking sons. It's yep. like, yeah, it's like an hour, hour and a half away. Um, I, I drove oh, all the way down there uh looking for a uh transformers menasaur uh from the new the new transformer stuff 
because uh, he's, he's the or no, he's the motor master that uh, is the combines into the Menasaur, and you you buy the individual stunticons and you make he's mm-hmm. a combiner. I love Transformers is transform the Transformers eighty was eighty six. I want to say is when that movie came out. Uh, the maybe eighty seven. Transformers the movie, the one yes. that I actually consider Transformers the movie. With Stan Bush, yes. Like Stan I Bush get, music. I get that we're of the generation that grew up with the Michael Bay movies, and I have like a love hate relationship with those movies too. But like mm-hmm. I just like I can't get over just the 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 absolute like the slander for the the eighties franchise. The G like dude like okay I get that like. That Transformers plays into G1 a lot, right? Yes. But that's like the bread and butter. That's like being like, well, Power Rangers really leans into Mighty Morphin Power Rangers a lot. It's like, yeah, dude. It's because when it, that's when it was the most popular. Like, something new on this show every week I every could, other week i can make a whole podcast just about power rangers put a pin in that okay <laughs> so let's see yeah chris yes how has it what what is it like for you to live with fellow storytellers as that has been a big part of your your life you know i asked campbell the same question so what has it been like for you living? What is it like living with, you know, storytellers? They're annoying. Don't tell Campbell this. They're annoying. They, you know, storyteller, so I hate them. Fucking annoying. And they always want to talk about the mise en scene. They always want to talk about movies. What about the godfather? What about the godmother? What about the godfather? You know what I mean, said, I don't think I've said the phrase mise en scene since fucking film school. I, I uh, since the last episode, buddy. You said it there, too. Okay. Yeah. Ironically. I entrapped you. It doesn't uh, count. What's uh, it like living with storytellers? How, how, you know, what, what's it like? I mean, living with people in the same industry. You know, it's fun. It is cool. I, it's, uh, it's definitely fun living with very like-minded people that you can kind of talk to at the same kind of level that you like. You know, like when you when you are when you go to film school for four years, it irreparably damages your brain and makes it to where consuming art and media is like a whole fucking thing now. Uh, and, uh, and so having other people that have gone through kind of that similar trauma bonding experience, it makes talk waxing philosophically about the, the, the legendary monster verse Godzilla movies, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, uh, it, it, for hours and hours, like, 
I, you know, like with other people, they're kind of just like, okay, you don't want to talk about anything else. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and to, like, uh, especially this was, I'd say it was a lot more present in film school, uh, just cause mm-hmm. we've all been working, but like, there was certainly like a lot of like, we, we used each other in a lot of our projects. Like there was a yeah. whole, uh, documentary that I made. Uh, where it's just uh, Evan and Campbell in uh, sheet ghost costumes, uh, pretending that the apartment is haunted, and uh, mm. and and um, yeah, I mean it's like you like it's it's uh, it's very like coming from a place where you know like nobody really kind of like does film, nobody really kind of wants to do film. The most people will talk about film is kind of in a very kind of superfluous way, if not just kind of that very nerdy, like, oh, yeah, Avengers, like, um, like, but like, uh, um, I don't know, like, like having, like having kind of those like-minded individuals that are also kind of on that same brain broken level of just kind of like, fuck Tron legacy was so good. Like, you know, like it's, it's good. It's good to be it's good to be able to like say something like that and not have somebody be like what the fuck are you talking about dude like uh like yeah just because i don't know there yeah. are some movies like that that just kind of like are maybe not or maybe not even like i'd argue like culturally super significant like maybe like yeah. the speed racer movie like it's not yeah, there's movies that stick with with us you know that sure. i can't talk to my my friends about like did you guys see Richard Linklater's Every Everybody Wants Some for 2016? Like, I think it's really underrated, and they like have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. there, there's certain things like, yeah. I love that movie. I think it's I a good love movie. you for loving that movie. I think that's uh, a good movie. It, I love it. It's one. It's quickly become one of my favorite movies. I can watch it anytime. I think it is I, a great descendant of Dazed and Confused. I think. I it think it's even. I like movie. it a little bit more than that one. Uh, per, you know, I just it hit me. Where I needed it to. Two That's more quick cool. questions. That's I like Pacific Rim. A great movie. I had the <laughs> movie also there. Uh, what about? Did you like the sequel? Wait, sorry. Wait, did you say Brothers Grimm? Said Pacific Rim. I thought you yeah. said Brothers. Na, 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 na. Brothers Grimm. Yeah, yeah. I love me as a kid. Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Okay, two more quick questions for Chris, and then yeah. we're gonna get the both questions, and then. We're going to wrap up. I don't want to keep you guys longer than I have to. Yeah. Chris, what keeps you going in this industry of uncertainty? What what uh, keeps you pushing forward? I mean, yeah, Grant, there's a large amount of uncertainty. I, it's one of those things that's further, like, it, it's, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost a little discouraging when you kind of see it from the outside looking yeah. in. You look at kind of filmmakers and film people, and they're just kind of so miserable, and they're just like, "This shit fucking sucks. The industry's fucking awful." Yeah. They're not wrong. It truly is just like a capitalist blood sucking parasite. But like, um, and it and the fact that that art is meant to be created out of this industry that is so yeah. hell bent on like, how can I make money out of this? Like, it it stifles creativity in in every sense of the word. Um, and like anybody that's like, yeah, but like, how else could you fund movies? And it's like, dude, fucking George Melier was making like trip to the moon and shit. Like with yeah. what, like, what was he doing that with? What was the monetary incentive behind yeah. that? I'm sorry. Like, but it's just like, it's just kind of like, what a, what a stupid fucking thing to say. Yeah. Um, I, the thing that really keeps me going in the face of uncertainty and, and uh, an industry that only wants to profit and fans that uh, as of late, just kind of really like hating things is just like, 
I don't know, like, like knowing, like truly knowing that like the people working on some of this stuff, like that it is like a dream come true for some of them. For some of them, it is a job, but like for some of them, it is like, like a dream come true. Like, especially like working in art and art department. Like I've gotten to meet some very cool people. I, a friend of mine had to work on uh, uh, one of the latest seasons of the Mandalorian. Uh, she was was working on a, she was working on making some of the uh, the the helmets the multiple oh, fucking Mandalorian helmets that we see. Cool. She was literally telling me a story about. It. She was like, yeah, I was like pulling all those, doing all that stuff, and it's like, and like awesome. she's like a diehard Star Wars fan. Like her nickname yeah. is 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 like a is a, is a, like a is an in joke from Star Wars, and so yeah. like it's it's um it's it's like one of those things where it's like. I don't know, like just to kind of know that, like, even if like the people on top are like, like, ah, like I just I'm here for the money. I bought this cheddar brand. cheese. Okay, money, money. Like, it's there are still people that work on things like Star Wars and Marvel and all this stuff that do genuinely really care about these products and yeah. like like are fans of the thing. They they are maybe not always the loudest voices, but like you know, like it is still evident that they are yeah. there. Even even in things that maybe like fans don't like, like there is still like it's like the fact that it exists at all is crazy. No. You know what I mean? No. Like I like I, I feel like people get so kind of caught up in what things could be that mm-hmm. that they forget to kind of acknowledge like this fucking exists. Like we got this. Like I don't yeah. know. Like I, I I guess to bring it to bring a specific example like uh, uh, Ahsoka, right? Like I personally mm-hmm. really liked the Ahsoka TV show. I was a very is big that? fan. Clone Wars TV show is a very big fan of Star Wars Rebels, and and I think Ahsoka was a very good continuation of those things. Uh, I it, it did it maybe like was it a perfect piece of Star Wars media? No, Star Wars isn't a perfect piece of Star yeah, there's Wars. No, there's nothing as perfect. Yeah. The original movies are kind of a mess. Like some of the original Legends books that like people kind of hold up as like this holy grail that Disney for some reason is tossed by the wayside. It's a fucking is a is a mess. Is like if you if you had made some of those decisions now, like people would hate them. If you had in like uh if in one of like the new movies or something had Legends canon not existed and in a sequel trilogy movie you'd been like luke's got a girlfriend that was the palpatine that was palpatine's other like apprentice people would be like what the fuck is this bullshit but like now like people are like pissed that mara jade is never gonna show yeah. up in star wars canon it's like just like come on like i don't know like it the, and like all of it has always kind of been this weird nebulous building on the backs of things. We like to think that yeah. like there is some genius kind of behind the thing orchestrating and creating this. But it, it's truly just like a bunch of people just like, yeah, this would be cool. This would be a cool idea. And just yeah. kind of injecting their own personal ideas into into the thing like star wars is the perfect example of like how many how many amazing creative people not just i mean like yeah george lucas of course came up with the original idea but like like star wars would not be what it is without people like ralph mccrory without even like modern people like doug chang like 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 it's like it's actually insane and like like i don't know like the fact that some of it even gets to exist like that it still gets to be made that it gets the attention that it does and that it gets to put push forward technology the way that it does i'm like hell yeah this is this is awesome this is great yeah. i i just want to i want to do that you know what i mean i want to get exactly. to that 
Yeah, yeah. and and that's that's sick. It. Regardless of how many people are making money off of being like, oh, women suck. Like it's <laughs> like it's it's so like it's just like fucking. Yeah. Like, just let me enjoy it. Thing. Just yeah, you know. Sometimes you gotta you gotta remember that it's it's not always for you, and, and yeah. things need to move on. Uh, we yeah. can't always cater to forty year old men. Um, and, and not yeah. only that, like. We have we do arguments for you, you know. Like <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Campbell, for being the host. Okay, we have three more questions. Yes. One more for Chris, and yeah. then actually, Campbell, I would also like you to answer then, this one. I'll as spend well. another ten minutes answering this question. Yeah, go ahead. For both, the, so this is actually going to be for both of you. Okay. So whoever wants to answer first, what was the dumbest argument you ever got into during your time at film school? With a fellow, like with each other, or, or like just in the, in, the, in, in, the general, in general, with a with a fellow student, uh, with a teacher. What is this over the dumb? What's a dumb thing you got into an argument over? I um, never really fought in film school, though. I do share Chris's hatred for who I'm betting he's going to bring up. Um, no, not the name names. By not the way. Name names. Oh, hold on! I don't hate anybody. Hate is yeah. Strong. I listen. I there's never. I mean, okay. I don't like arguments. Because for for me, it would be like I have the Last Jedi as my wallpaper on my laptop, and someone who I oh, who I was friendly oh, with had to like randomly be like, "Oh, you have the Last Jedi." Oh, no, I'm like, I have, I have a no. I have a story. Okay, lunch. If that's, the, if that's what if that's what we're doing, then yeah, okay. I got a story yeah, like things that. like petty things like some kids. Some kids tried to. We were in our cinematography class. Mandalorian season one was coming out. Uh, some kid tried to besmirch John Favreau, uh, okay. like in class. Like somebody was just like, "Yeah, I think John Favreau is like not a very good director." And I was like, "On what fucking merit?" Like I was like, "What are you, <laughs> you talk?" I was like, "Okay, like listen, I'm not like I'm not a diehard John Favreau. Guy. Like I'm not yeah. gonna throw myself in front of a train for John Favreau." However, it's just like, okay, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Iron Man, Elf. Like, co- like, uh, the Mandalorian, like, what else do you want? Like, chef, like, he, he jump started the MCU, he reinvigorated a live action Star Wars, he created one of the most recent, like, live action Christmas, like, classics to yeah. fucking date. Like, and he was just like, yeah, Lion King wasn't very good. I don't care if Lion <laughs> King wasn't very good. He can make fucking 12 Lion Kings for all I care. He's got the fucking, he's got the industry credit to do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. The I man know, I, that, that is exactly who I knew you were going to bring up. And I, I don't, hatred isn't the word, but it is people like him that I was venting about annoying. during this episode. It's like, and, a, uh, and it's like, you know, like, it's like the dude, like, I don't know, like, you, you like you've made a you made a you made a movie about like him as a chef and it's a it's a metaphor for his time at Marvel. Yeah. What the fuck? Like how are you gonna be like <laughs> you know, this one movie he made wasn't good? And it's like, yeah. okay, dude, most of Ridley Scott's movies aren't good. Like yeah. I that doesn't mean I'm gonna besmirch alien, you know? Like yeah. come on, the hell. Okay. My I think I remember what mine is. Johnny Rome and I got in an elevated like uh, like we were both like at each other because (laughs) i was saying how i love mike flanagan i like mike flanagan okay i I think he's a good director i think he's great at his job i don't like that he continues to market some of his stuff as horror when it i sorry it's not it haunting of hill house is a family drama with some ghosts involved 
the same way that I think Walking Dead is largely a drama with some zombies here and there. Um, I just later in the seasons, that's not the case. People can kill me about this later, but Johnny, I got in an elevated screaming match about like what is horror and everything like that. And I like to be pretty calm during these arguments because I reckon <laughs> at the end of the day, this is truly a different opinion. It was, it was very loud. This no. Is- I'll tell you why I was fucking loud is because Johnny doesn't know how to shut the fuck up because Johnny <laughs> will just keep fucking talking and you don't get to make a fucking point. So eventually uh, I had to scream. I'm going to clip that. I'm going to clip that and tag Johnny. Uh, tag all of Johnny's TikTok followers. Yeah. You're going to get the Legion is going to come after you. I hope they come. I hope they come TikTok, and I get to tell them TikTok all fans are coming after you. Stories. I be, I get then to there's going to be a TikTok that's going to go secret. The Planet is actually a whore. And this is why Campbell Russell Chapman's wrong. And then it's going to be a whole thing. But it'll get a bunch of traffic to your podcast. So really, so really, it was just a ploy the whole time. Campbell is controversy and controversy is views. I am just don't say shitty ones. Midnight uh, Mass was a masterpiece, and I think all of his shows are great. I don't like that he keeps marketing them as horrors, though. Make a fucking horror movie like Midnight Mass. Keep making those. That's perfect. I don't care about the son's drug problem. Yeah, he I made Doctor Sleep. Scary Ghost. I want to see scary ghosts. He made Hush. That's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made Doctor Sleep. Sorry, I don't mean to Doctor giggle at Hush. Hush is Hush is fine. Hush is good. Uh, it's, a, you know, it's not my favorite Flana 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 thing. It's, I it's don't a even thing, know. It's a thing to recommend to somebody when they've like watched most things already. Um, yeah. uh, I just remember that in film school there was. I I mean you could. I don't think. Oh, you I bring up. You can maybe cut this out just because it's so specific, but. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking. I feel like about. they're gonna watch this though. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't have. We'll go. Well, well, we could. I know exactly what you're talking about. We don't about. have to. We've got two other questions. Because I remember hearing about it and going, "What?" Uh, but that's okay. For both <laughs> of you, you know, you two are. I, I call you guys pals. Yeah, you know, you, you guys seem friendly with one another. How do you keep no. your friendship going? Or is it over and you're just faking it for the podcast? We're kind of faking it. Uh, we're faking it for the views. Um, I don't mean to. I, I don't mean to ram my butt first into the conversation, but I will say, in my experience, truly staying friends with uh, Chris and Evan, uh, it, it's a very much an enigma to me because everyone's like, "Don't move in with like your best friends and things like that." Uh, for some reason. We have never reached a point in our like trio relationship where we have been like, God, I fucking hate this guy. I'm so fucking <laughs> like any kind of like big kind of like anything that has ever turned into like an actual like I don't and nothing has ever really become like an argument, like a serious argument. Yeah. It's there've been maybe like a, a moment of like disagreement. I think there was like a moment where like Evan and I got like really angry at each other really late at night, and then immediately like the next day we're like. I was my bad. I shouldn't have done that, dude. Like, it was, like I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe it's just because we're all very like non-confrontational, just kind of like people that like are aware of the other people in the space for the most part. Like, uh, it, it's and I, I say for the most part as like a me thing, not as like a yeah. Campbell really sucks. Uh, just like a, I, 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 I live in the living room, so sometimes I, it's, it's a bit like I, I take up a bit of space. Um, but uh, uh, it, like. I mean, certainly, like, we've, I think, uh, 
having a lot of kind of similar interests, kind of having just d different interests. Like it's not just kind of like the same, like, I don't know, like four things. Like it's just, mm. there's always so much stuff that we can do together. Like whether it's like kind of playing a bunch of different video games, watching different movies, just kind of having conversations about weird, random nerd shit. Like, like, I don't know. It, it works. It works really well and it's fun and it's good. And uh, I think we also, do a good job of kind of giving each other space when necessary. Like there are mm. definitely, I don't know. It's probably just cause like, I mean, it's also cause like work and stuff like that, but yeah. uh, there's a lot of times like where, like I maybe won't see them for like a day or two just because like I'm working and I'm going to bed early yeah. and like it's just, it doesn't work out that way. And so like, it does like feel like, Oh, I haven't seen you guys in a few days. Like let's just talk about things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like, a, a, I will say, cause I'm, very much not the opposite of Chris, but I very much teeter in a different direction where I like things a particular way and get very impatient, very easy over a lot of small things. And I would say that I'm trying to work on it. I'm very much not. I, I probably should, but I don't know what it is because Chris, by all accounts, is a good roommate to have. And he's not like bad in any way, but Chris like is messy. And it's like, yeah, I've gotten sick of him being messy and we've talked about it. But, yeah. like, there's never been a point where I've been like, oh, fuck, Chris. Fuck, I Get me the fuck out of here. I'm going to, like, <laughs> dude, I'm so sick of this fucking Chris guy. The only time I, like, I'm not a confrontational person, but I like to think if there is something wrong, I will let you know that there is something wrong because I don't like shit being aired out so much because it drives me nuts. It eats me up inside. Yeah. And my only issue... I think the reason why I never start shit with Evan though is because when Evan is upset or angry in the one moment for five seconds a year that he is, it is just talking to an angry volcano. You cannot, mm. you cannot reason with Evan. He, like <laughs> anytime you say something, he's shutting you down. He's like, no, not listening. I'm not fucking listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question, because we gotta we gotta wrap up, or my editor is gonna edit me out of existence. He's gonna kill us. To to wrap up this edition of couples counseling, what's your favorite thing about the other? And also throw in your favorite thing about Evan. I love Evan. I want to hear more about Evan. What's your favorite, favorite thing about each other and Evan? About me? No, uh, my favorite thing about Campbell uh, is. Um, <laughs> mean, yeah, uh, my favorite thing about Campbell uh, is probably I think Campbell <laughs> has a very uh, a very cool and uh, unique uh, artistic vision and style. Uh, seeing kind of some of the stuff that he has worked on, some of the stuff he draws, some of the stuff, knowing a lot of the stuff he takes inspiration from, because like I live with the fuck, I talk to him about everything. So like I, yeah, I know what all your inspirations are, bastard. Uh, and I think it's very cool. Like I think you draw from very like uh, very specific, out of the box, uh, very like off perspective type. Uh, stuff and I think that that very much reflects in in some of your work and uh, but also like I think that you are a very like uh, a thoughtful person I think that that's uh, uh, that probably the nicest way that I can say that you're a paranoid bastard that thinks about <laughs> so I, I I'm the same I also overthink about things but um, as as two overthinkers you definitely like. I don't know. You, your approach to your own content and your own art, like you, 
you 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 want to make it feel fleshed out and intelligent and not just kind of like ah look at this fucking whatever like you know what i mean like it's it's cool in their style but also there is substance in there too and i think that's cool Camera. i think chris is He's belly stinky baby <laughs> <laughs> no I think my favorite things about Chris is that he's an extremely patient, charming fellow that very much so when I was in school, I very much looked up to those traits from how easily he could click with people and how easily he was able to scheme and manipulate his little way. <laughs> uh, his fucking cheese on people <laughs> my whole way into the industry, not looking back. No, Chris was uh, Chris very much so is a very driven person, and he has so many traits that I admire about him. Very mainly because I could never picture myself doing the shit that he does because he brought me on a twelve to twelve set, no nine to nine set once, and I wanted to leave three hours in, and Chris was stuck <laughs> away, and he was doing that on the reg, and I was literally like, "How the fuck do you do that every day?" Mm. Uh, and he also that also when he gets obsessed with something, it is like it, it is truly admirable how much like passion he pours into into a thing. I'm not going to expose him, but behind him is rows of collectibles. And of course, I, I as his roommate and friend can be like, oh, you fucking nerd. But I have to look at that <laughs> and be like, God, that is actually fucking impressive. Yeah. Like, OK. Yeah, anything quick about, about Evan is yeah. um, Evan is very much a peacekeeper. He does not like to get angry. He does not like to make people very upset only if it's funny. Um, I know this because he will actively try to make me angry constantly, especially when we're playing video games. Uh, and he will purposely drive me fucking insane. But I do. I love Evan because he is like such a nice guy and is like very much no bullshit. He very much. I, I don't mean to be like everyone's fake. Evan's the only one that's not fake. Evan's not Evan, fake at all. Evan's the only real one. Evan's the only real one. I know. But like when Evan sees something that's bullshit, like he's very neurotypical. He's like, why? Like why? Why the fuck would I do that? That is that is a trait I hugely respect because he's like, I'm not gonna do that. Why would? Or it's like that person sucks. That made me feel horrible. I don't like that. Like no. He's very no nonsense, and I really appreciate that about. Him. I agree with that. I appreciate that Evan is a very is a very no nonsense kind of uh, um, also very disciplined person uh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is, I believe, the longest episode uh, before Emily makes edits. Uh, even with edits, it might be longer. Even with edits, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be long. It will. Hey. Maybe it'll be a two-parter. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll do that. Who oh, knows? I'm sure that's we'll what see. people want. More we'll drive up the numbers. This a cliffhanger. Uh, well, gentlemen, thank you very much for being on the show. I very much appreciate you taking the time. Trying, I'm trying to grow this thing, and I want it. You know, the show it's about people. It's about it's about pe- showing the people, the people behind the stories that they watch and that they take the in. People, the people. It exactly. Uh, so yes, thank you both for joining me. Uh, thank you for listening and or watching. Uh, I'm just going to wrap it up. If you want to follow the socials, they're on the screen. They're in the description. Go find them. If not, okay. Uh, I've been your host, not just a guy, the guy, Garrett Briones, and I will talk at you next time.
this has been a Not Just A Guy production.